Welcome, humanoids, to another action-packed episode of The Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. And welcome, one and all, to a celebratory episode this week. Uh, Again, another week of almost sunshine and certainly good cheer in a hip-hip hooray to all involved. Um, On this week's episode, I think we're going to do another sort of... uh, What's going on in the world of politics episode? I think uh, a few people have said that they liked the uh, watch-along episodes, and we might do one in the near future, but uh, today we are actually going to talk about current affairs and, and what's going on within the Labour Party, because we're gearing up for another another by-election, and an important one, and um, one that's a bit more, I'd say, interesting, given the Hartlepool by-election result and uh, who's involved in uh, this by-election. But that's that's all to come, so we'll be uh, discussing that later on in the show. Uh, for all of those who would like to get in touch with us in the two left feet, the Labour pa- the unofficial Labour Party podcast, hashtag don't sue us, um, you can get in touch, and, and there, there are various ways you can get in touch. And I have news on the whole... Uh, uh, pl- platforms where you can listen to his front, which I'll say in a minute, but you can get in touch with us. Any comments, any suggestions, anything at all you want to get in touch with us about, even a request from you MPs, you members of the Senate, the SMs or councillors or whatever you are representing the Labour Party, even you can get in touch with us and say, I would like to be on your show. I, and we can obviously set up a Skype call where you can appear on the two left feet, and we can discuss whatever you want to discuss about. Absolutely, why not? Even if you remember, CLP officer, we want it. This this is your podcast as well, so please do get in touch. Uh, so you can get in touch with us on the email. It's labourpod at gmail There's Twitter and Facebook, and it's at labourpod. Uh, you can get us on so many different platforms now. There's uh, Stitcher. There's uh, 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 Google Podcasts, there's Podbean, there's Deezer, there's uh, loads of them. I don't think I Heart Radio yet. But the big one this week, and this is the big news, queue up, queue up the fanfare. We are now officially on YouTube. YouTube has now accepted our podcast because I figured out how to do the videos. I know it. I know it sounds completely silly and and stupid of me. You know, podcast is it's podcast is an audio um, form of media. YouTube's more of a video form of media, and obviously you've got to have some sort of video <laughs> overlying the audio. Uh, I figured out how to do that on my um, uh, uh, Podbean setup on on because we use Podbean to to distribute all of the podcast. And I found the button that says create a video for YouTube. So give me a gold star. Give me 10 out of 10. I have, I'm doing technology. Uh, I didn't, you know, when I was young, when it was in in my teenage years, I thought that I would never uh, fall behind on the technology front because it was so simple. Now, um, after a, a recent birthday this week, which is why we said, I've said it was a celebratory episode. Um, I'm 28 again. Uh, I mean, I'm 28 this time. No, I'm 29 this time. Oh, whatever, I'm 35. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm slowly finding that there are bits that I'm sort of falling behind on and going, how do you do that? But I'm only 35. 30, I mean, 29. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so 
YouTube, you can follow us on, on YouTube, obviously. Uh, just give us a like, share, and a comment. Uh, subscribe if you can, if you enjoy it, if you enjoy what I have to say and, and disagree with what my co-host has to say. Speaking of which, I think uh, it's time to introduce the uh, the vegetable connoisseur, the man who can. He is your local, friendly, neighbourhood councillor. Please welcome to the floor, councillor Jay Bears Oaks. Hello, Jay. Hello. Are we on MySpace yet? That's the that's the well, platform you, I, I use. Yeah, that was the platform that I originally used, yeah. and that's the what? one I understand the most because I could put music to my profile on that one. Ooh. Do you know what my music profile was? So on, on when you log on, because if if it, actually I don't know if it's still there. Well, I never actually used MySpace. I I was the next one along Bebo. But, oh, yeah. I hated. I didn't do Bebo. <laughs> I was I wasn't a Beboer. Yeah. Uh, I I was staunchly MySpace when. Uh, Bebo came along, mm-hmm. and then when MySpace turned a little bit strange, um, everyone jumped onto Facebook in 2007, I think. And then it's been that ever since. Mm. And and that was important, because back then, in 2007, it was like, oh, the next one's Facebook. And we just assumed, like, yeah, and, in, and, and by two years, three years, everyone moves to the next one, and the yeah. next one, and mm. the next one. But, but it, it stayed. It stayed. And dominated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but on my MySpace one, which I don't know if it still exists, I haven't seen it in years, um, Get have a guess at what my music was. Because on that one, when you actually went onto someone's profile... It played a it played a, Yeah, it played yeah. a song. Was it the Labour... The, the the labor pods. Um, what the red flag? <laughs> no. Or was it? What was, was it? it our, our theme, theme tune? tune? Yeah. Uh, funny enough, no. No, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a little bit before the whole time. No, and it wasn't Davids, the red MySpace page. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it wasn't the red flag, no. and it wasn't any union song. So no, it wasn't. It was. Um, I'll put you out your misery, but you know, uh, it was Metallica for whom the bell tolls. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so quite similar to the the, the red yeah, flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, for for a hill, men would kill. Why they do not know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, that that album, by the way, brilliant. Uh, yes. So this week, happy birthday, Jay. Many mm. happy returns. You are no longer a Ute member in the Labour Party. No. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Now you are officially an adult member yep. fully. You no longer have any voting rights or rights within Young Labour. How do you feel about that? I'm confused now because I'm sure I paid. I've been paying um, standard me- <laughs> membership for a year, but maybe I'll, I don't know. Well, I thought yeah. I thought it was uh, it was up to and including 27. I We've had this was. argument I know for the last we have. three weeks now. Yeah. I'd have, I'd have assumed you would have found out by I'm now. I'm going to upload my, my membership <laughs> statement. Yes. <laughs> we can all see. Atta- right. Get a copy of it. <laughs> attach it to uh, the, uh, the Two Left Feet Twitter handle. That's so it. attach it to the next episode that goes With out at, Le- at Labour Pod yep. without your membership number and show <laughs> when you stopped being a youth member. Mm-hmm. I assumed that it was up to 27 and including 27. But obviously, you've said two contradictory things. It wasn't a contradiction, Dav. It was distinguishing between the different stupid rules with nominations and when. Um, what do you mean you distinguishing can actually... between different rules? There are... You're either you're either a Ute or you're not. 
So when you're nominating for positions in the Labour Party for as a CLP, as a constituency, yes. it doesn't matter what age you are when you're nominating. It does matter what age you are when you're voting in the elections at conference for these positions. I, that was the distinction I, 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 I was I, making. Right, just right. I couldn't give the tiniest, tiniest, whatever. This is why it, they get away with it, Dav. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> this is why they get away with rules. it. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's not a detrimental. Twenty-eight-year-olds will vote in this election, Dav, and it'll be your fault. Okay, Jay. Thank you. For, thank you so much for. I don't. I don't care. Right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, right, today's show, um, there's, there's a lot to talk about, and, and I think in this, cel- and again in this celebration, and I did, I did start off by saying happy birthday to you, did you have a good birthday? It was alright. Oh, okay, very positive words there, I, I, I'm glad that you elaborated on a podcast where the only thing you could do is talk about stuff, that you ended up rinsing that subject out, and, and, <laughs> clenching your fists around that towel of that that possible anecdote and subject and got that single drop of yeah it was all right i had a council meeting the day after so that was irritating oh but yeah. yes i know you did i watched it oh did you yes i did i didn't say much uh no no there wasn't really much to say i said than... a lot in part two though oh did you I know did, yeah. Ooh, well, there you go well you can't talk about that no. one can you no no as we know from many um, <clears throat> stern people on that council anyway it doesn't matter uh yeah so this week um i've got down you've written today's uh bullet points of subjects that have happened during them. the week well most of them mm. um you've put here delay to lockdown removal of economic support and vaccinations in wales so so basically we have spoken about it last week mm. and it is it's, it is sort of continuation of you know, the Johnson, because because when we're recording this, I mean, obviously this is coming out tomorrow on the Wednesday. We're recording this on the Tuesday night. Last, oh, we're admitting that now, are we? Well, we, yeah. might, we might as well. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to admit to um, previous episodes where we right. might have recorded a couple of weeks in advance because, you know, we did them all in one go and may have had a drink on the way through. Um, go and have a look at some of those episodes to try and figure out which one and at which point we got little bit and if you get it right you win a prize yes you win a a year's um supply of uh two left feet episodes for free (laughs) anyway yeah so we did speak about this so yesterday so that so summer solstice it was the 21st yesterday we're on the tuesday night on the 22nd at the moment you'll be listening to this from the 23rd onwards hopefully freedom day freedom day was meant to happen it's not now it's been delayed at least a month the Delta variant is comfortably going through the population, and I don't know about um, uh, the, the English side of it, but certainly I look at the Welsh figures, and the Welsh figures of the last couple of weeks, even with the Delta variant getting massive um, uh, positive rates coming in, and it's going up and up and up in Wales, the death rate, the death, you know, the total deaths caused by COVID nineteen and all its variants has been a steady zero, or if not, very very low numbers. So surely, you know, this 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 whole process by figures and by stats and by the evidence and by science, isn't it coming to an end now? Isn't this the, the sort of final days of these lockdowns and these restrictions? Is is this now the proof and the evidence that the vaccines are working, they're on top form, 
these are at the strongest points of the vaccine and all of the immunity that gained from the vaccine is going to work. Therefore, isn't it the sensible and right thing to do to now open up? I think, again, it comes back to tone. And, um, you know, obviously the Johnson, I I personally don't think he'll be furious about any of this. He loves the chaos and he loves how this, you know, this policy decision can keep coming up and up against it all the time for him. Whereas in Wales, Drakeford came out and said, we're going to have to carry it on for four weeks, probably, you know, in brackets. And we because, discussed this last England, week. Yeah, yeah. We discussed this last mm. week. I'm not going to go into it again, no. the different approaches. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but but I mean, on a whole general, because one one of the things that was spoken about this week was um, the concept in, in, in England now, uh, that if you've been double jabbed, like most of most of us in Wales have been double jabbed because our vaccination rates in Wales are one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and certainly, you know, I'm double jabbed. Bang, bang. I, I, think, I will be in August. So yeah. uh, why are you? That's oh, yeah, because your age. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so will I be in August because I'm 29. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously. Uh, but then with it within that. Yeah, they're saying if you're double jabbed and you do come in contact with someone and you're not positive, you don't need to self-isolate because your immune system bats it off anyway, and you're and you're not likely to pass it on. So sh- surely that is a now sensible move to start opening up, start progressing, start getting back to some normality. Because what one thing I do fear is that if we continue to isolate in our groups across the country and across the continent, across the world is that these variants are going to get bigger, stronger, and in more variety. That, and to, to a point where if you don't have a base immunity to the original COVID-19 strain, you're not going to have immunity to the three-headed Cerberus-like va- massive dog of a of a variant that's going to come around the corner. I'd rather have a, a, a start off with immunity with a Chihuahua when it's, when it's at its weakest and I've got my vaccine in. Well, that's the thing. The rest of the world are not having to do this. The rest of the world... You know, Italy, France, all those places are opening up. They've had their freedom freedom days and all that. I mean, in Wales, yes, we're having to have an extra four weeks, but that's extra four weeks just to get the vaccine I, I, more around yeah, the population. Yeah, yeah. One, one, that's no, still worrying. I, 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 <laughs> I, think, I think it's a case of, it's not a case of um, uh, Mark Drakeford opening up, because I think at, at some point he was going to continue mm. the, to, to open up. I think it's been cautious because of the spike in numbers. I think he's just wanted to see that the death rate stays nil or very, very low, an acceptable percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, because, of course, don't don't be surprised if there are going to still be a certain number of deaths. It will happen. Unfortunately, it's a sad, it is a sad it's a, it's state a of life. Yes, it's yeah. reality of life, unfortunately. But, a, but an acceptable percentage rather than the horrific nearly 10% of all people were going to die um, well, that, that's what we're facing at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, with I think he's been sensible in the fact that hang on, it you know for the for the cost it's going to take us for a month just to hold off or three weeks just to hold off. Let's just stay at this level and see how we go. I think he also wanted to do a thing of let's see let's see how England do first, but mm. uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, so the, 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 that's the that's the world of COVID. I mean, since the dawn of the beginning of this podcast even when we did the first initial episodes this has been the apocalypse to to end or well to begin all apocalypse and end up um interestingly uh brazil 
Have you seen the um, uh, the pushback in Brazil? The Bra- I can't remember the name of the leader now. Um, oh, it's uh, I'm not going to pretend. I'm not, I'm not, to know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to know either. But I was watching the the news through the week to say they went down the road of herd immunity, and they have now uh, reached the point where was it? Is it uh, five five hundred thousand people dead? Right. So half a million people dead in Brazil, yeah, which is an extreme number. Which is an extreme number, mm. and I know you know there's certain parts of Brazil that does have extreme poverty, but even still, it just shows that the the response that the rest of the world took in locking down, trying to uh, buy time for uh, health services and and uh, scientists to produce vaccines was the correct answer. We can even see now in hindsight that that was a correct way of, of going about, which is fine. We did. We all went through it. We all did it. We all did what we had to do. Um, but the herd immunity uh, thing from the off, well, that was that's that's proven to be disastrous. Well, and hopefully we'll find out what the government's actually actual approach was at the beginning at some point. Yes. Well, there's going to yeah. be an inquiry. Mm-hmm. There will be a massive public inquiry and, and we will go from there. Um, yeah. So any other thoughts on the on the Brazil situation in other countries other places sweden did herd immunity and then changed their mind introducing some minor lockdown policies it's it, it you know it was clear that lockdown was a severe but necessary strategy but should it continue it can't yeah um be. just just on the um sort of a, a, a related subject to covid it's uh, labor party this week spoke about uh ensuring workers rights post-covid for um, people who've been working at home through the whole period. So there's been a lot of people who uh, have found that home working has been possible. There's been a lot of managers, bosses and and HR uh, people within larger companies are now finding the benefit of people being able to work from home. The Labour Party this week has stated stated a position that that is fine. We're, We're perfectly happy to accept the fact that uh, work is now going to change for a lot of people and, and the way people work will change so long as someone's home doesn't turn into a 24-7 office hmm. that still that within uh, people's rights of how, where and how they work is that they are not then overworked because one thing that has been shown is that productivity still remained the same people staying at home because you got things done at different points there was a bit more flexibility through the day but more often than not people did the work that was set out to do um the labor party are just worried that some of these workers will then start seeing an ever a creeping amount of work added onto their schedule and onto their days uh because the commuting time is taking out of the working day Therefore, the, 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 the companies will replace that commuting time with more working time on a salary, so there's no extra pay for it. Whereas the Labour Party is saying, no, that commuting time should be given as leisure time and as time for someone to um, either have with their families or develop hobbies or whatever, you know, to enjoy themselves, to relax and not have to work in if they choose not to. Um, an important point. I think it it it, sh- it needs to be raised. I I don't know if you agree with that, but it's great to see the Labour Party and trade unions working cohesively together for one you know 
one yeah, sort of clear to, policy. To, to produce yeah, good policy. The, the right to switch off sort of thing. Yes, the right to enjoy the fruits of one's labour and to enjoy the um, fruits of society, isn't it? Mm. Uh, right, so moving on, because we don't, you know, we're all, we've already done a hell of a long podcast and we haven't even got halfway through the stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, before we get on to the main event tonight, which is uh, Batley and Spen. Batley and Spen, yes, definitely Batley and Spen. Um, before we get on to that and uh, before we talk... and. Briefly talking about Father's Day, and more importantly, people photobombing on Father's Day. How dare they? Did yeah. you see? Did you see that? Yeah, you just can't let it go. Can can't it? let it go. No, yeah. and fo- the fame, photobombing all sorts of different MPs. How dare he? How <laughs> very dare he? Um, but obviously, we can't talk about who we're on about unless you know what we're on about because he's suspended. And he's been forever, eject- apparently, forever and ejected. Let's go on about it, but yeah. Well, you know, ne- never can his name be spoken of again. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, people that you would you wouldn't have expected, uh, we've had a new addition to the Labour Party, a new member, a solitary new member, but such an important one. Uh, one John Burko. Yeah. Uh, I was sort of surprised, sort of not surprised. Um. Was you read his book? No, I read uh, his book and you won't be surprised. Why won't I be surprised? He's he's very self centered. Bless him. He did a lot of good work, but he's very self centered. Don't it doesn't surprise no no me I, at that all. doesn't surprise me because yeah. when he was given his interview on Sky News, I think mm. uh, he was just sort of quoting the top headline of uh, the Labour Party's website. You know, I believe in internationalism and bloody bloody blah. Right, yeah. You're basically, you're out in the wilderness on your own. Your old party don't like you anymore because, for whatever reason, and you've jumped into uh, into bed with, well... I'm... Well, what he's done is unconstitutional. What he's done is wrong. He's the spe- He was the Speaker of the House of Commons. He shouldn't be showing any political affiliation no, but, ever again. No, but in his defence, and I will sort of say this, other speakers were then given peerages and moved on to the other place. Yeah, I suppose. It's into then, the House of Lords. Yeah. It's only because of they've the Johnson... Shown, they've shown their own yeah, thing, yeah. haven't they? Because yeah, the, because they forced him into a position where he would normally then just take up a seat in the House of Lords and then, you know, the, he'll stay there, give, you know, very minute opinions that won't be broadcast hardly ever, mm. unless it's some sort of documentary about uh, the time, you know, when Brexit happened. Um, they've actually kept him within the House of Commons. They've kept him on the benches. On on. The... Oh no, he's not an MP anymore. I thought he was. No. Did no. he stand down? Yeah, stood down as the whole the whole thing. Yeah. Oh right. Oh, so twenty nineteen, he actually went. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't realise that. Because mm-hmm. that's what they're meant to do. They're meant to stand down, be given a peerage, and, and then go but, away. Yeah, and go sh- away. Yeah, yeah. But For ten years at least, because Betty Boothroyd says things every so often. Occasionally, yeah. but it's always nice to hear from her, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then so he's he's joined the Labour Party. Does that mean? Oh, right. So yeah, fuck. I forgot that he's not even in the House of Commons anymore. No, nope. but it's given him a rise to now attack uh, the Tory government, which is fa- fine, fair enough. Not a bad thing. It's he's not a very bad thing. skillful at doing it as well. Absolutely. Good. Mm. Um, but in terms of him being a speaker, I still rate him as one of the top speakers there's ever been. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Regardless of his political persuasions, and his non-persuasions, or very easily easily persuaded persuasions, Lithgow, Boothroyd, Burko, 
three. Really? Mm-hmm. No. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That order. Um. So yeah. So if Fingers you got, lift, grow. If you if sorry, I, I I would like I would like to hear from people on how they feel, especially Labour Party members, long term, short term, medium term members, how they feel of having a Tory MP. Uh, cross into the Labour Party, and and given it's this Tory M- or former Tory MP, because um, it's interesting because because there's a lot of stuff. His earlier days stuff, it was a little bit, you know, oh god, another scary Tory MP with these sort of values that have come yet again into the house. Mm. But he sort of mellowed out as the years went on, and actually, he's he's. I think his his opinions and his and his viewpoints have shifted over time, which they do with people. Right, do you know? You know, mm-hmm. no one's a, no one's a, an island unto themselves, are they? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to see from anyone out there if you do have an opinion of this, do get in touch. Uh, Labourpod at gmail dot com at Labourpod on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, right. So are we ready for the main event today? Butley and Spen. Uh, and in particular, uh, we watched a little mini documentary by a journalist known by the name of Owen Jones, who yesterday on Summer Solstice, the 21st of June, released a, a little documentary that he'd been putting together over the last couple of weeks, uh, campaigning in Batley and Spen with... Um, uh, with a Labour candidate, which is Kim Leadbeater. Leadbeater. Uh, interesting documentary. I saw on his Twitter yesterday that he said it was an unbiased piece that was documenting exactly what's happening on the ground in Batley and Spen. Um, I couldn't disagree more with him. I, I don't get me wrong. I do like Owen Jones. He's 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 very um, forthright in his opinions. But to say that it's not an opinion piece and that it's unbiased is completely uh, I don't I don't think misleading, but completely kidding himself on that front. Um, I watching his documentary, which I did enjoy watching because it certainly informed me. Of of more of the of the flavour of opinion that's going on in the ground or at the ground at Batley and Spen, but I just found it a um there was there was fifty out of a half an hour little program that he's put together, uh, fifteen minutes of it was promoting George Galloway. Oh, but ten minutes yeah. ten minutes of it was slating mm-hmm. uh, 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 Starmer and and what the Labour Party are up to, and then five minutes was given to I don't know. Cuts of the of cuts of George Galloway trying to paint zebra crossings, or not paint, or not because he doesn't have the power to do that. Though. Not yet, not yet. He does have the power to paint uh, roads and fill potholes himself once he's an MP. That's what MPs do. I don't I d- see. I didn't get that in terms of what MPs can do, and, and in terms of representations, yes, an MP can can apply pressure to a local council to can you please sort this road out dear MP, mm. you know, uh, but in terms of what an MP actually instructs to happen and gets jobs done, MPs don't do that. It's, a, it's your local council. Oh, great, your lo- great it's your story local of, authority. Great story of a, some councillors in a town near where we, we live. Where in a, they, where they, they in were a town t- near where you live. <laughs> where they tried, they tried to get for years the county council to paint, you know, double yellow lines on this particularly steep street. Yes. And eventually they just went out and did it themselves. 
All oh, right. So okay. occasionally councillors will and politicians will do things, but George Galloway just portrays himself as not giving a shit about Batley and Spen at all. And it, no, that because, really shines through. No, no, because on one that. of the one of the points was okay, there was one there was one part of it where Owen did uh, um say to George Galloway, you know, you doing this will give Tories the win here. Surely it's better you not sort of inflame uh, a one, you know, one subject sort of, uh, uh, or a two subject thing, one on Palestine and two, uh, it, like his big banner in Batley and Spen says, get Starmer out, which is, so there's his big two policies. He, he's, he, and as, and as described there, he's seen a little flame that is now starting, he's causing to erupt, which is viewpoints on Palestine, which actually did you say forced, I haven't watched PMQs recently, because I've got other things to do, um, <laughs> which forced a question by Keir Starmer out of the blue, which was about uh, arms sales to uh, to Israel. I think so. It was to do with Palestine anyway, the, the situation over there and what representations Boris Johnson's making as Prime Minister yeah. to the situation. And it, it's, it's nice the fact that Keir Starmer has asked that question because then we can actually talk about him asking that question. Well, it's nice that George Galloway was able to make Keir Starmer ask that question. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like George, Star- uh, George Starmer. Wow. wow George okay. Galloway is able to influence the leader of the opposition's questions during um, question time yeah. after 10 years of not being in the House of Commons. But there uh, we go. Yes, there is that, there is that point. <laughs> Um, but in terms of what this and and one thing the documentary did show is that it could be a quite easy three way split here, yeah, and it can go one of easily three ways. Um, the, where I do disagree with Owen Jones is where he says that it's an impartial view and a and documentary of what's going on when it, it it is just a um how could how could you put it it, it it's a little glossary of hang on, George Galloway could pull off another one where he's inciting people in the area to vote for him based on promises that he can't deliver on. And, okay, the big issue that he's he's pushing is one particular issue, which, like we've just said, he has already forced Keir Starmer to ask a question of at PMQs. Yeah, and it's just it's just amazing that this by-elections can have this effect and we have we're having quite a few one after the other aren't we and yeah some are being mentioned more than others ones that tend to continue the narrative of labor losing common areas and common ground it would be a that was an ambulance it could be a huge sort of disappointment if we lost the seat that we've kept you know and um oh yeah he was going that was that was another thing he was doing he was going on the the scottish um uh holding you know the has gone the uh, the northern red wall has gone and then he even makes a thing of and now the the red muslim wall is now disappearing I'm like hang on you 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 gleefully trying to encourage this now you're not reporting it is a case of you you're speculating on something that hasn't happened yet and i think him as as, as someone who on one side wants you to vote labor tries to encourage you and and be a part of the be part of a of a a journalism that promotes and and possibly enlightens you into thinking actually this isn't the evil that supposedly right wing media portrays all the time uh, that it can be a force of good but again it's it's this divisions within the left of it's my kind of red it's my kind of left it's my slightly whatever shade it is 
And I think that when he says it's not biased, I think he's telling a slight untruth. I'd rather him say, this is a documentary from um, my perspective and from the perspective of the people well, who it, I meet. It, it would be much more useful if it was that. It would be much more useful if he said, this is my take, my interpretation of the journey Labour is going on at the moment and the things we possibly need to do to fix it. And because he's now gone down the route and, and buckled down on it on Twitter of all places and said, which no, is, this yeah, is which impartial is a ra- which journalism. I, which I know is a rabbit hole anyway. Yeah. And it could have been, his comment could have been just a, 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 a sort of side comment to, to whoever was uh, having a go at him. I understand that. It's just that was one that was the that was the response that was one of his responses that came up on on the top of the Twitter. Mm. I don't understand Twitter myself. I'm not a, I'm not a Twitterer. I just read the comment and went, "No, well, I mean, you can't say that because we do know your views, and, and, and they're perfect. You know, I, I don't mind his views. They're perfectly valid. He's a, you know he's a really nice guy. I, I I I I encourage him to do these sort of things. I love it when he does these things, but I just at the same time think. No, don't try and kid. Don't try and kid a kidder. Is, well, is, that's it. He he does these great interviews with people he disagrees with. Right? Yes, fantastic. He should have done that with George Galloway. He should I, have he, said, "Let's have did, an interview." He did do to a point where he was he he was asking the question of, "Do you feel happy in the fact that uh, you could force a a conservative gain?" And what that will mean in the media. Yeah, he did do that, but he put it within a documentary which he then pledges is impartial. Which is a which, problem. Yes, which yeah. which it wasn't. Mm. And then it gave an opportunity for Galloway to then say, well, it will mean nothing uh, to Labour if they, they go one more down. It will mean nothing to Boris if they go one more up. Uh, mathematically, I suppose that's true. But, but in uh, every other sense, it's but in, not. But politically, it's not. Because <laughs> mm. as you pointed out while we were watching it, if uh, Labour do lose this one, then it's a... It's another slap against you know the the values of the Labour and the values of the left, and the left is dead, and how brilliant Johnson is and uh, and his policies and and it it, it creates co- continuous momentum for him. Um, but then to say, I don't know, I just call it for what it is. It's a it's a documentary by someone who's a Labour Party supporter. I don't know if he's a member. I don't think he is. Is he? Is Owen he a Jones. He sometimes says he is and sometimes says he isn't. Yeah, depend depend mm. depending on what's but that's his personal thing, so yeah. I'm, I'm not really asked about that. Um from I a am. from a Labour Party <laughs> yeah, from a Labour Party supporter uh who has a, a a platform that he can voice a an opinion and uh do research in and, and, and documentize what is going on. I, I enjoy that. That's brilliant. I did enjoy his, his program. Um I just wish that sometimes that he didn't do it in a little bit of a gleeful fashion. Well, why didn't we hear it more about Kim Led- Ledbetter, the candidate? You know, her story is, is well, incredibly uh, interesting. Yes, it, yes, and it, yes. It, you know, yeah, he, just, he could have gone further into that, mm. but what he actually did, when one of the questions, one of the scenes that he did, where he questioned is, George Galloway could just say this, absolutely, completely. You know, he, that's his answer. And then you can't say that. And pointed at, you know, sort of said, you can't say, well, they were talking about Palestine. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, rabbit in the head, like she gives a... Uh, oh, she gave one of my least favourite answers when it comes yeah, to... Yeah, which is, it's a complicated, yeah. you know, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, the, she mentions two-state solution, which make, which is, yeah, anyway... You, you did yeah. throw your head at that point. Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but regardless of that, and then on the other side... Oh, that was it. That's, that, that's what it was in my head when I said what the other five minutes were for. The other five minutes was... Uh, him then putting Andy Burnham over. 
Oh, yeah, Andy Burnham arrives for Andy some Bur- reason. And, well, yeah. well, because he's been campaigning there. Now, yeah. now I, I've got to say, I, I think Andy Burnham would make a fine leader. Uh, I think he would he would galvanise the party and supporters more than more so than any other leader proper yep. for a long time. Um, but, you know, again, again, you're using a platform that you say is impartial and within that documentary, you're putting someone over to replace the current leader. Well, it's it's like he's trying to do an impartial documentary within his own partial narrative. He's trying to build, which is the Labour Party is falling. We need. Yeah, I think. I think. Or, I think also. I've just realised we are we are focusing too much on Owen Jones' psyche at the moment. How is Owen Jones feeling? I mean, where is he at? Like, yeah, I, I yeah. just worry about Owen I mean, Jones all the I, time. I, I, I think, I think the okay, we're using Owen Jones and and him personally as a sort of dipstick. No, he's dipstick. Sorry, sorry, Owen, if you ever listen to, it. but as a as a as a, a sample of a uh, type of voter that has been a part of the party or has been uh, a supporter that is either lost or, or disenfranchised with with the whole uh, political system. Or the party system, and I think when we're talking about Owen at the moment, it's not just him; it's a huge group of people who have been members or who have been supporters who are now lost or are in the wilderness for whatever reason. It's interesting to see. I mean, to a degree, I think you know at different points we've all been there where we've gone, oh, do you know what? I, I, I'm walking away. I can't. I can't be bothered with this for whatever reason. I'm. I'm. I'm having a break. And it's interesting to see people at different points what make gets them to that point. Well, that group of people, they're the thinking part of the, you know, of the left wing of the party. Yeah. You know, Ash Sakar, Owen Jones, Aaron Bastani, um, and they all. It's easy for me as a member to say, oh, well, you're not involved, so shush, you know, sort of thing. But some of them have been involved and they have been involved quite intently in the Labour Party and finding out what they think is interesting, but not when they pretend they're being impartial journalists. No. And that's yeah. what's annoying okay. about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that. It's that. The fact that he is a journalist, that mm. is his occupation. And but he's freelance, you know. He's he writes, he yeah. writes columns for the Guardian and, and their opinion pieces, and then yeah. suddenly he's pretending he's being impartial. I just find it find it bizarre. But again, I think he was lock, he was just locking down on a Twitter argument, maybe. Yeah, it was. I, but, but loads of people are attacking him. No, loads of men. Oh, I know. Loads I know, of people I know. have been like. I mean, one of yeah. one of the things I noticed on his Twitter this week because I was looking at it. I was looking at his documentary, and then a couple of other tweets that came up. I think because. If if you look at someone's Twitter, then more of their stuff come up. Is that oh, how it works? Something like the algorithm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there was uh, there were Our other things. Gods. He has taken so much homophobic abuse, which is he, and he always does as well. Yes, it's awful. Yes. Mm. And the thing is, I have once upon a time I have met him. He's a really nice guy. Mm. You know, brilliant to speak to. I I I I I would love to speak to him. You know, on a on a on the podcast, even <laughs> yeah, on the absolutely, pod- absolutely. Mm. You know, he has fantastic ideas. He's a, he's a wealth of knowledge and 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 creativity and, and ideas and, and how things can go forward and bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, abusing him because he speaks up and able to speak. Uh, do you know what? Everyone who does that because especially because someone's gay, f- off, <laughs> completely f- off. And and they do it to all of that group as well. I mean, you know, Ashakar faces huge Islamophobia and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's it's not it's it, the 
not easy targets. That's not the right word. It's 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 well, just it it's just targets. ad hominem baseless you know, yeah, bullshit. B- b- based on oh, you know, clenched fists, <laughs> shaking at the air. How don't dare be, you? Don't be mean. Is the key? <laughs> yes, don't be mean. Yeah. That's, that's you know that mm. that's the campaign. Mm. Don't be mean. Don't be mean, guys. Don't be mean. Um, yeah, so, I mean, moving away from uh, Owen Jones and his, his really good documentary. I do, you know, recommend you watch it. Uh, see what you think. Um, let us know what you what how you feel about it. And uh, please don't tag Owen Jones in this. I, I, well, or do. No, or do. do. Yeah, tag do. him. Yeah, do. Uh, yeah, to hell with it. He'll, he'll, he'll listen to this and go, you're a pair of idiots. David, fine. David and Jay, who the hell are you? Um but, yeah. he, won't, he won't listen. Doubt it. <laughs> Doubt it. But if he does, well, you know, and don't like it, well, tough. Anywho, uh, Batley and Spen. So, uh, Kim Ledbeater, how do you, uh, predictions? Are we are we doing predictions at this at this stage? If if she will lose because of George Galloway, is my prediction. Yes, and if yeah, well, and the, then the, the Tory will win. And the Tory will win with thirty percent of the vote or something yeah. horrible. I mean, I mean, one one of, one of the predictions that was that the documentary was sort of trying to imply is that this could be a Galloway win here. Yeah, it won't. Absolutely He's done it not. before. He has, and that, and, and, that, and that's yeah. what the documentary was sort of um, pushing mm-hmm. on. You know, he's done it before. He's managed to get these, and he's managed to. Uh, get himself into those communities and and gain um, a, a wave of support right and cresting right at the uh, correct moment. Mm. Um, there's a possibility. Uh, always, always, and um, we won't we won't be upset if he got back into the House of Commons. He's an interesting character. Well, it would be. I mean, certainly there'd be more to report on. Mm. And and since that, since he was last in there, though, he has said a lot more batty. <laughs> <laughs> Not very nice things about. Yeah, there's been you know. there's been more um, uh, certainly yeah out of the box opinions. Yeah, racist in some cases. <laughs> um, allegedly. allegedly, yeah, I'm going to add allegedly to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does have a habit of of. Well, he says things and he believes the things he says, and he knows the audience he's talking to, and he likes to have you know big scary debates in big places. You should watch his Oxford Union debate. It's very interesting. Um, you said but, yeah. this, but you said this while we were watching it. He said he's a great orator, but um, mm. when he was there, there were people actually calling, yeah, him, calling him a uh, anti-Semite. Which um, you know, based on the things he said, there are there is there's foundations foundation there. to that. Yeah, but he he knows the subject. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, more so than me. <laughs> and, and and me and both of us combined. Yeah, uh, which which is. Well, I'm not sure about that, but. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's he's been involved for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, he's he's actually gone out there and spoken to a lot of these people. Mm, I'd love you know, to do that. It'd be really interesting. As as it is, talking to class trip, to, talking uh, to people. I don't know, what as Palestine. a school trip. Yes. Yeah. No, shall we have a um, podcast trip to um, Palestine? <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. I, I yeah, I mean, I'm sure the budget can go that far. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I think after I think we're going to call it a day today because uh, we don't want to do too too long a podcast. I don't, I don't want to go on for hours and hours and on end, uh, especially about these subjects. But it's interesting to see what's going to happen, uh, in Batley and Spen, and and 
what implications that has for the future of not just the Labour Party, its leadership, and where it's going to uh, what the aftermath of it. Because however this is being is going to be spun, um, we we've said this before. You know, this is going to be spun in the detriment of the Labour Party. Doesn't matter what happens. Oh, so, they'll they'll win and it'll still be spun. Yes. Yeah, oh my God, they lost so many votes. Yeah, they, and, like you know the the majority has gone down by mm-hmm. however much, and or it'll be a case of if Galloway gets it, then you know Labour Party loses out to Looney Left or or you know whatever whatever they whatever they're going to say, or mm-hmm. if if Conservatives win it, then it's going to be another moment of Boris, as Owen said, Boris punching the air and. And um and and taking the glory for it, uh. However, it is again, you know. Pr- take it for what it is, take it with a pinch of salt. See how it goes. It it's 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 all politics. At the end of the day, it's really important. But you know, there's going to be another election before long. So, mm. seeing seeing seen lots of labour activists get involved though. Yes, there's great a hell to of a see. Lot. There's a hell of a lot. Yeah, yeah. always. But then good that's to see another that. thing you said in that in that documentary. A lot of activists from the Labour Party have, have come under um, uh, a scathing attack from locals. That happens. Do, do you know what? Whenever I've been on, uh, you know, door knocking sessions, even though that you do get a couple that are very uh, about mm. about you being there, generally, if you start talking to them, actually, they 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 chill out quite quickly, and then they realise. I'm, hey, listen, I'm just here to talk. I'll pass your messages on by all means. Mm-hmm. And then they're fine. Well, that that's what um, board leads are for and what candidates are for. You know, the more yeah. experienced canvassers should, should sort of step in. You talk, in, you listen, you, know. you take yeah. it on board, mm-hmm. you report it back. In the meetings, you discuss, this is what we discussed here, this is what, these are the opinions that mm-hmm. were, were said here, and you move on from there. That is one thing that George Galloway must be doing very well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. fella coming up to him about potholes... There's nothing to do with the MP. It is your, it is your local council that does potholes, and he's saying yes, I, of course I will. I'll fill it. I'll fill in a pothole. I'll fill it in myself. All right, George. What are you, are they, okay, and then there's a zebra crossing there that's um, you know completely dissolved. So I'm going to paint it myself. I'm going to get a paintbrush and do it myself. And that's his one election commitment. He said, and he, he genuinely yeah, he said, did that. said that because he doesn't give a shit. Just remember that he does not give a shit about. Battling Spen. No, no, he just wants to get back to get a, a platform yeah. for his voice again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, all you members and people up in Battling Spen, vote how you how you see fit. It's your representative. But vote Labour. <laughs> but vote Labour. Ah, Kim Lidbeater. She, I, I reckon, you know, she is a good candidate. She is from that area. It is. She's it is Joe a home. Cox. She's Joe Cox's sister. And what I liked about her, actually, genuinely. Is she said that one of the first things she said? She said, "I know I'm Joe Cox's sister, and I'm proud of that." And I thought that was really quite honest. And yes, she could have tried to play it down and push it back. Yeah, rather hasn't. than because when she said that, I thought she was going, "And I want to make my own mark" or something like that. And she said, "No, I'm proud of that." Yeah, which is great. And I, I want to, and you know, she wants to carry on a, yeah. a legacy and or, tr- or and try and do not just her family proud, but her area proud, mm-hmm. which is which is a great great reason to become a representative of yeah. your area. That's exactly what you want. Not someone flying in on on some magic carpet promising you the world. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but there we go. You know, shiny things attract people. Baubles. It's all baubles. Well, as Joe Cox said, there's more that unites us than divides us. And George Galloway does not understand that. And there you go. And, and I, 
do you know what? I think that is the title of the uh, episode. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. it's been five years. It was the, it was Joe Cox's uh, fifth anniversary from w- when she was murdered. That's what you got to remember. Yeah, every election is going to be the anniversary of her death in Battling Span. Yeah, because and of what when it was and why it was. Yeah, in memory. Mm-hmm. Ah, five years. There we go. Right then, we're going to end the program there. Uh, the podcast is coming to an end. Uh, not for the, not forever, just for today. So uh, for all of you out there in podcast land, if you want to get in touch, uh, by all means do so. Any subject that we've raised today, if you want to get involved in the conversation, please do so. You can email it. It's labourpod at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter and Facebook, it's at labourpod. Uh, plenty of different platforms you can get onto now. We're uploading the catalogue of, I say catalogue, the previous 14 episodes, and this is episode 15, uh, to YouTube. So you'll start being able to listen to them on YouTube if you want and comment there and share them and blah de blah I think it's easier to share off YouTube. Is it? I'm not too sure. I don't care. Um, so, But give it a like, give it a comment, give it a share, subscribe wherever you can. And um, if you enjoy... Uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, I hope I hope people are. There's, there seems to be um, a base of uh, of regular listeners now, and I, and I see when any any time we put a podcast up now, there is there is a swarm of people who do start listening, and you are subscribed, and you and and we do thank you, um, to you know because we don't do this for for just fun and shits and giggles and all that. We do we we do try and try and 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 bring a, a little bit of extra into your lives especially over the last year and um in, into something that you you you're interested in and if you're interested in politics and you're interested in your community and this is a, a podcast that that gives you something to uh well, no, i'm not going to say inspire you but i don't know if we inspire people i think we put people off sometimes but um by all means, get in touch, get involved. We do want to hear from you, and tell us where you want to, where this pod, where you want this podcast to go. Do you want this podcast to be us talking about what what's happening that week or in the week, or do you want us to do a bit more of like we've done in the past, which is talk about old elections or um, previous Labour strategies or previous Labour leaders, even or, or people? You know, tell us what you want, and we'll we'll go from there. Absolutely. Um, oh, oh, talking about people listening, uh, we've got listeners in Australia now. What? We're genuine. We have, I've, I have, I have had reports back and I have, have feedback. We, we have got, uh, uh, people in Australia listening to us specifically. There's people in Sydney, Australia. Uh, and I'd like to say hello to David, who's out there, who's been living in Australia for the last year and a half, hmm. uh, former of the United Kingdom. Uh, well, thank you, David, for taking a listen out outside there in Sydney. Share it with your all your Labour people out there. Probably more over here. Probably your dad. But um, yeah, it was it was it, great to hear oh, from I you the other day. His dad, yeah. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but great to hear from Dave out out in Sydney, and we all miss you. But uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, for another for another week, um, I haven't forgotten anything for this week, have I? No, I don't. No. No, that that too meant get on with it. Close the show. <laughs> so for another week, all it is, I've been your host, David Vaughan, 
Uh, and we say thank you for listening, and we say thank you to our co-host, the uh, your local friendly neighbourhood councillor, the vegetable connoisseur. Uh, say goodbye, Councillor Jabez Oaks. Bye. And we'll hope to see you this time on the same podcast time, the same podcast channel. See you next week on the Two Left Feet, the Labour, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. Bye bye, everybody. Goodbye. How do you feel about the upcoming by-election? Yeah, but do